Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Um, this is the day God has made. We rejoice. Glad in Him. And I just thank God for everybody. I pray that everyone had a experience a good Father's Day, you know, with your husband or your father, or you, even your son. Or um, a mother can't be a mother and a father, and a father can't be a father and a mother. I hear, you know, say, well, having other women happy Father's Day, never be a father. I've seen a dad, he'll never be a mother. So, thank God for single mothers and single fathers. Take care of the children, but we need to put perspective, you know. Sometimes I believe we want attention, which is nothing wrong with attention. Got to use wisdom in all things. Um, certain things I see my wife do, I can't do it. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. God gave her those abilities. Uh, today, um, I watched her you know, put some things together. I watched her unbraid my daughter's hair, my daughter's hair, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> but I did, did part one-fourth of it, but it just, uh, you know, yeah, you got me in the braid, but, you know, I'm learning as a man of God, as a husband, God ain't crazy to do everything. Because if God was one man band, he wouldn't have angels. So, God need us. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody. I'm going to go into prayer. And before I do, I want everybody to um, get back focused. Um, I know this the coronavirus and the election and, uh, you know, that Congress, other people, you know, people well known with their antics. But get back focused on the things of God. All get distracted. All get sidetracked, but get back focused. Get back focused. It's not time to do our own thing. It's not time to go straight. It's a song. I was coming up to get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let go, let's go home. And um, and I, you know, when I grew up, you know, get right, church, get right, church, get right, church, and let's go home. And uh, I'm gonna tell everybody, get right, right. Girl. 
course, it's declining. In some places, the world's been declining rapidly. Some places, it's been declining slowly, but there's a decline in moral. I would never, I never thought in a million years that I would see um, TV marriage. I thought I never would see that. Uh, you know, I thought I would saw that when I was going on to glory. See two women kissing and men kissing and men trying to have a baby and all types of foolishness. But we are in the beginning of the last days. I don't know. When Jesus coming, no man knows. You know, yes. Think he coming today? No man knows, and don't try to guess. Stay out of it. <laughs> Stay out of it, and that's what I learned. Stay out of God's business. Stay out of His business. God, God don't need our help. He don't need our extra help. Do what he tell you to do. Go from there. I think we're doing God a service. And you know, the Jews are God's chosen people. Say that again. The Jews are God's chosen people. Like that. So, but he loves us all. It's not time to get distracted. Cares and the cares of this world. Amen. Well, I'm gonna go into prayer, but before I do, I want everybody this week to take a partial fast. Or so whether it's three hours, four hours, you can go half a day. And go a whole day, but take a partial of a fast and ask God to help you. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. Lord, we praise you. Thank you for this day. This day is not like no other. Lord, forgive us. Lord, forgive us of our thoughts. Thoughts have not been always right. Lord, forgive us of our thoughts. Forgive us of our ways, Father. Forgive us. Praise the clean heart, O Lord, and renew the right spirit within us. Take out this heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh. Father God, in the name of Jesus, just say thank you. In the name of Jesus, um, we speak to every desert in our lives, our ministry. In the name of Jesus, we speak life in our desert places. Speak life where there's been dryness. Speak life where there's been no growth. In the name of Jesus, I bind and cast out any desert spirit sent against our lives. In the name of Jesus, 
bind, cast out every spirit of the desert, desert owl, desert fox, desert dragon, desert hyena, culture in the name of Jesus. Scorpion spirit of fear and torment in the name of Jesus. Bind and rebuke to screech all in the name of Jesus, according to Isaiah 34 and 14. In the name of Jesus, we release water into dry places, streams in the desert, that the rivers flow in our desert places, according to Isaiah 43 and 20. In the name of Jesus, we break every curse of trusting in man that would open our life to desert spirits. According to Jeremiah 17, 5-6. Announce our rebellion that would open our life to desert spirits. Our lives should not be termed isolated, but we are called um, Hasbar in our land. Bola. Make all our wilderness places like eating, Eden, and our desert places like the Garden of the Lord, according to Psalms 51 and 3. Revive us and repair every isolation uh, in our life, according to Israel 9 and 9. Find and cast out spirits that will attempt to keep us low placed in the name of Jesus. Break the chariot of enemies of the valley in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are God of, of the valleys. Cast out every valley spirit in the name of Jesus. According to 1 Kings 20 and 28. Let us be exalted and the spirits of the valley be smitten by your power, according to Second Samuel eight thirteen, bind and rebuke every Goliath that will challenge us in the valley. Let all giants of the valley be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Bind and rebuke every fly and every bee that will come upon our land. According to Isaiah 7:18. Bind and rebuke Benazabud, the lords of the flies, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I release deliverance to every person on this line in the name of Jesus. Lord, I release blessings upon every line. And Lord, Father God, Teach us not to be a people that are stubborn, but teach us to walk in obedience. And Father God, I speak miracles in everybody's life in the name of Jesus. I speak miracles. I speak greatness in everybody's life in the name of Jesus. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for turning things around in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for making a way out of no way. Lord, we thank you, and Lord, we praise you. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh, Sabah, Lord, I pray for everyone that's sick in their body, who's dealing with uh, with illness. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, heal them. Give them desire to change their diet in the name of Jesus. And Lord, healing is important, but give your people a desire to change their diet in the name of Jesus. And by Lord, mm, and Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, break the serpent's back against our life. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we all want to be in control of our lives. But Lord, deliver us from a spirit of control, because it's not of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, they thank you. Lord, deliver us from every spirit of Ahab and Jezebel. Deliver us in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you for your deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up, we lift up Yes, Lord, we lift up this economy unto you in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your will be done in this economy. And Father God, let people crowd unto you. Because Lord, there's no lack in heaven in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I even pray for new homes. Yeah, by the way, I pray for new homes in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for new homes. Lord, we thank you for renovations. Lord, we thank you for favor for new homes in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for debt cancellation of vehicles. Lord, we thank you for new vehicles in the name of Jesus. That Lord, if someone right now say, Lord, I need a new vehicle, Lord, bless them, Father. That, that Lord, give them a freshness, a newness in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. That, Lord, we are debt-free. Lord, teach us how to manage the wealth you give us in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's here. I'm not going to be before you long. But I pray that everyone had a good weekend. And today I want to talk about, I was going through First Kings. Um, I went through First Kings, I went through Second Kings. And if you look at it, you, you notice that all the kings, some did evil in the sight of God, some did good in the sight of God. And then you notice some that they got rid of a lot of pagan temples, a lot of pagan idols, but they kept some for, for themselves. Uh, you know, I was reading Jehu, you know, God was pleased with them that he got rid of a lot of the, the astropoles. He got rid of a lot of the the, uh, the the altars, but he didn't get rid of the golden calves. You know, and you notice there's always something missing. If you notice, man does so much, but if there's one thing, they cannot, either they cannot control it, or they try to control it, or they don't give it to God. Now, I want to ask y'all this. It's many people here. You do a lot in ministry. You do a lot at your job. You do a lot with your family. But what's that one thing that you just can't get over? 
what is that one thing that you try to control but you really don't have control over? What's that one thing that God deals with you but you just don't want to give up because you don't trust God in delivering you? How many of you all had surgery and you tell the surgeon how to operate on you? Now, to be a surgeon, you have to go through biology, anatomy, microbiology. You To be a surgeon, it's just like being a nurse. They run hand-in-hand hand with a nurse. It just they, they up, um, a surgical sense is more precise. I mean, if you look at doctors, nurses, surgeons, they, they all have to take the basic courses. But you yourself... You might know different parts of your body. You might know the seven major organs. You might know your white blood cells, what they use for red blood cells, what they use for how your brain functions, how your body gets oxygen, how your body breaks down food. You might know the enzymes, the amino acids, the RNA, the DNA. You might know a lot, the chromosomes. And I know a lot, but you're not the surgeon. And how many of y'all try to tell a surgeon how to operate on you? Oh, don't cut me right here. Cut me like this. Cut me like that. But if you don't know your body, why the surgeon going to cut your back to get to your heart? Why are you going to have the surgeon to cut your stomach to get to your kidneys? How are you going to tell the surgeon... If you do a surgery on my nose, go through my ears. No, that's how many of you all try to tell God how to deliver you and how to set you free. And the Lord says, it's my way or no way at all. What I'm learning, when you do it God's way, it makes, a be- it makes better sense. Because God don't save you from one obstacle. He saved you from many obstacles. For example, uh, potholes uh, are very hard on your suspension of your vehicle. You hit a pothole the wrong way, it can mess up not only your suspension, it can mess up the frame of your car. It can can throw off electrical equipment. You know, we don't, but we say, oh, it's just a pothole. Pothole can damage your tires. It can damage your rims. You do a lot of damage. Simple pothole. And if it's not fixed, and with a pothole, it get deeper and deeper. But many of you all have been running across the same potholes, thinking it's not going to do nothing. But over time, it's causing damage to your vehicle. The pothole getting deeper and deeper. To the point, you you don't even know. You say, I've been going across this road for five years. And when you go to the shop and you think you have a wheel alignment problem, they say, oh, you need a whole nother front end. You need tie rods. You need suspension work. How that so? That shouldn't be. Them potholes ain't that big. But if you notice, I'm living in Houston. Um, it, It is pothole. I've been seeing it grow for the last three years. 
it's to the point it's almost roughly almost a foot deep and no one hasn't tried to fix it it's still there cars know how to uh, go around it so that's how we treat God we, we tell God how to deliver us we tell God how to work on them. Well, God, don't don't smooth out the road. Lord, keep them potholes there. Them potholes, Lord, can help me to slow down. Lord, I'm just used to potholes. This this place don't, this area of town don't need to be improved. It's ghetto. We try to tell God what to do. But God say, no matter what, this road needs to be paved. And God say, no matter how old you are, uh, what you're going through in life, those those things in your those voids in your life need to be filled and smoothed. So many will try to tell God how to deliver us. Lord, don't, Lord, don't deliver me at my home. Deliver me at church. God, if you deliver me, do it in my sleep. No, if you ask God to deliver you, let Him do it. And many of us trying to tell God how to bless us how to deliver us, how to program us. And God, if you look at God trying to bless you, for example, those who uh, have a home, uh, had, a, had a home, have a home, or those who currently have a mortgage. Most smart realtor, as well as loan officer, tell you, get the lowest rate if possible. And we say, well, I just want this house. They say, you need to fix up your credit. It's your credit straight so you can get the lowest rate possible. Now, some of us say, I just want this house. If I had to pay 8% interest rate on the house, so be it. But I want this house so bad. And we don't know in three years that interest rate going to go up. That what you uh, say you get eight and the interest rate you can get at a three and a half. But what you fail to realize in three years the interest rate gonna be eight percent. And then what you used to you could get three and a half, you might get a fifteen percent. So a smart loan officer or a realtor say, Look, you got some things on your credit. If you take care of that, we can get you at 4%. But I don't want to wait two, three months. They say, you you got the paperwork, and we can get these things off. But what what will we do? I just want the 8%, and I'll tell God to take care of it. God is telling many of us, I want to give you better, because you don't know the future. To that 8% on a 4% loan, you're going to pay an extra 3 Two three hundred dollars a month interest, and God trying to tell you you need to slow down, get these things corrected. It's only going to take two months because you're going to need a new car, or you're going to need surgery, or uh, you um, know you're going to have some things ahead. You're going uh, your wife going to have a baby, or you're going to get laid off. And the, the money, you can say that money. We don't know. But what God be trying to tell us, hey, slow down. Let me deliver you. I can set you free. 
So down the road, it don't. It we look at one sided, but if God you allow God to deliver you and set you free the way He want to do it, He can bless you in thirty different ways. We look at one way, but in the future it bless you thirty different ways. So going back to the scenario, say you wait two months, get your credit straight, you got an interest rate of four percent. You're, you're saving three to four hundred a month, but you find out four years down the road you're gonna need a new vehicle. You have a child going into college. Find out the wife needs surgery, your husband needs surgery. Find out you need you need some plumbing in your house. You need a paint job. So oh, thank God I got a better interest rate. Of these things came up, or you find out that to refinance a house, the best you can get is six percent. So, oh, I thank God that I uh, I was patient because they blessed me in so different ways, and they increase fees, they add on fees. So, what I want to tell everybody: stop telling God how you want to be delivered. Stop telling God how you want to be blessed. Now, you can make your request known unto God. Stop telling God, I want a black Cadillac Escalade. And God say, um, I have a white Land Cruiser for you. But Lord, I don't want no Land Cruiser. I want a black Cadillac Escalade. And God say, I want you to I want you to be blessed with a white Toyota Land Cruiser. I don't like Toyotas. Go get your Cadillac Escalade. Four years down the road, Cadillac files bankruptcy. Now the vehicle you pay eighty thousand, you work for fifteen twenty, and it's giving you problems. So we we have to understand, God is not for just for today. He's he's for tomorrow. And we get caught up in today. Say the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And and the Lord says some of us are getting set on certain things and God said, Get out of your ways. Like for example, I hate moving. I'm the person I hate moving. Thing I hate the most, I find out how I do it the most. I've been moving, like I've been moving every year, but it's it's been getting better and better. So each move get better. Now, I might say I'm settled, I'm, I'm blessed. God said I got better. Oh Lord, how can that too much room to be cleaning up? That's just too much, Lord. Too much mortgage, too much tax. God said I I will take care of all your needs. If I can take care of the sparrows, I want to take care of your needs. Lord, I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't want that. But we've missed so many opportunities that God want to bless us. God want to minister to us. God want to heal us. And the Lord is saying, let me work in your life. The Lord, they ain't going to do it the way I do it. God say, Release them. And I guarantee you, when you release it to God, it'll make a whole lot of sense. 
The Lord said, some of y'all, let your children go. But they just don't know what's out there. You know what? We know, and, and I'm going to be honest. My father and mother told me some things in the world, but I, I, I just thought they was old-fashioned. I thought they didn't know what they talking about. I thought they just wanted me to stay cooped up and sheltered. But as I got older, I understand. So the Lord said, some of y'all need to get this. Well, I'm trying to tell my son, your children have to grow up. Your children got to find their own life, their own fingerprint in life. You're going to cry. You're going to hurt. They have to grow up. As they grow up, it can give you relief in life. Some of y'all want to have babies at the age of 50. That's my baby. Some of you, the Lord is dealing with some of y'all. He's been telling y'all to leave these church. I've been in church for 40 years, and you're still in the wilderness. Still in the wilderness. Still waiting on rain. God bless some of y'all with money. God said you need to fix your house. God been dealing with a lot of you. God tell some of y'all, go visit your sister. Go visit your brother. Get out. God want all of us to have a life. And growing up in church, I thought having a life was a sin. We all need to have a life. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read some scriptures. I'm going to go to uh, Apostle, uh, Acts of the Apostle, Book of Acts, chapter 1 and 14. Now, I'm going to read the scripture, but before I read the scripture, we got, we got so much out here. We got the COVID-19. Um, it's going across the world. There's been some rumor about the Ebola virus, 10 cases. And you got the... Um, Second stimulus check is on hold. You got the CARES Act, the HEROES Act. You got people losing their jobs. You got the banks. Some banks going belly up. You got some banks merging. You got got the car industry. You you got so much going on. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Do this. Do that. The children, we don't know they're going back to school. We don't know they're going back to school. We don't know they're going back to college. We got so much. I'm going to tell you this. Go to Acts chapter 1, verse 14. Say they, they all met together and was constantly united in what? Prayer. Along with, the, with, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. I say they all met together and was constantly united in what? Prayer. I say this a while back. Two things that humans need. We need to drink more water and we need more prayer. Constantly.
And we need to be led by God's spirit. You know, um, I'm going to say the early 2000s, prophets was pretty popular, you know, prophets about um, a house, car, a Louis Vuitton purse, Student Burke bag, a helicopter, airplane, money, 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 money. It was prosperity preachers. But now, where are the prosperity preachers? Where are the prosperity prophets? Seems everything is quiet. But I'm gonna go to Romans eight and fourteen and say, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. John 1, chapter 12, but to, but to all who believe him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. So I just want to tell everybody this. Prayer can birth. Prayer can change. Prayer can start new things. We have to get back to prayer. Some of y'all waiting on. You know it's amazing. When churches thought they was really about to open. Now this corona or COVID-19 has hit another wave of new cases. And people thought they were going to get their entertainment on at church. They thought they were going to do things like they've been doing. Things happen. Sickness happen. I'm going to tell you this. You can call. I, I ain't heard no preacher yet say the corona is of the devil. That's you know, if they did, I haven't heard it. But God sent plagues and pestilence. If we, we look at, um, we go back to Moses with the children of Israel. You know, they had over 10 plagues. God sent 10 plagues. He said, hey, God, this COVID-19 has humbled some people. And, and some people are wired up. But do what God tell you to do. Obey the laws of the land. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Do anyone that want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? Important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you, but give your life to the Lord. And anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. Give me all my sins. Open the door of my life. I receive you as Lord and Savior. 
Thank you for forgiving my sins. Mm-hmm. And give me eternal life. Right. Take control. Take control. Of the throne mm-hmm. of my life. Make me the kind of person. Make me the kind of person. You want me to be. Lord, I, I receive your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Baptize it with fire. I will fire. Amen. I encourage everyone, can't say go to your local church, but go to the local church that do a streaming on TV. I know some churches have a six part, six foot rule. So if you can attend church, go, you know, that's a blessing. I encourage you to read your Bible. Start off from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I also encourage you to uh, pray what you're talking to God. Through time, it will get better. Amen. I thank God for everyone. Who have any testimonies? Who have any testimonies? Amen. Amen. Who have any testimonies? Amen. All right. Do anyone have any prayer requests? Amen. I thank God for everybody. Now, if you have any uh, prayer requests, oh, does someone say something? Amen. Do um, also, if you have any, you know, certain things you don't want to discuss. No open. Uh, you can email me at power of prayer at hotmail dot com. It's powerprayer at hotmail dot com. I want everybody this week just take a fast one day, whether it's three hours, whether half a day, if you want to do a whole day, but take a fast. Sometimes mm-hmm. our flesh has a mind of its own. Sometimes we fall after the flesh. But get back in tune with God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to tell everybody, next Sunday we'll not have church. I want everybody to enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Enjoy it. You know, I'm learning. You have to enjoy it. You know, we've been so religious for so many years. We can't enjoy I will not have services uh, during the 4th of July weekend. I will resume service again on July the 12th. I will resume service on July 12th. Amen. No one having testimony or any prayer request. I'm coming to a close. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for this day. 
Lord, we praise you. God, you are so awesome. You are so great. You are worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you for the blessings. We thank you for the overflow. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you. The blood of Jesus over those who are married, those who are widowed, those who are single. The blood of Jesus over them. The blood of Jesus over everyone's children, grandchildren. Great-grandchildren. Some got great-great-grandchildren. Lord, I speak protection over everybody on this line. I speak protection over the fivefold ministry. I speak protection over the church. And, Lord, I speak of spirit of obedience. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, change. Lord, we ask your permission to change our mindset. And, Lord, mm-hmm. let our mindset be the mind of you. And, Lord, we love yeah. you. And we thank you. In Jesus' thank name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to tell you about good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless. God bless. Good night.